This week on Hey Sis, Eat This, we're days away from Thanksgiving and I still haven't tackled my to-do list from Mama Ashley on what to cook. It only took Courtney 40 years to finally get the acting recognition she deserves at a murder mystery dinner party. We couldn't be more honored to welcome our dear friend, Wendy Hall Sapple, who shares our love of Dallas, horses, and Bloody Marys. We're most thankful for you listeners this year, so happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Grab your fork and grab your knife, morning, afternoon, and night, mama's recipe and mine, we're about to have a good time, hey sis, eat this, hey sis, eat this, woohoo, yep. Oh, sis. (laughs) Well, hello, sis. (laughs) Oh my God. You know, Whitney, I got after it last night with uh, some girlfriends and I'm feeling it today. Ooh, what happened? I think I need to take my Invisalign out too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not talking properly. Sorry, I'm a little little off today because I went out with some of the ladies last night on a school night, you know, and I don't ever do that. And uh, the service wasn't that great. Or maybe we were just talking and talking and next thing I knew it was like midnight and oh I was still out. And so I didn't get a lot of sleep and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling it today. Well, it's usually me. So mm-hmm. I'm glad um, I'm glad it's not me today. <laughs> I, I know. And it's, oh my God, I'm just off my game. That happens. We're just going to power through because we've got a lot to talk about before Thanksgiving. That's right. How are you? Have you started your cooking? No, I haven't. I had a meeting with mom yesterday, Mm -hmm. a lunch meeting. To talk about who was going to cook what? Yeah. And it was so funny because I was on a call with dad beforehand. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, I got to go because I have to go meet with mom to discuss our Thanksgiving planning. I'm going to go meet her for lunch. He's like, isn't that just hilarious? They all go eat food while you're planning for food. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, it's like what I do every day when I watch the Food Network while I'm eating my boring ham and cheese sandwich. Ham sandwich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, we got to we got to keep educating ourselves, you know, constantly on 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 food and such. Yeah. So, you know, mom put us in charge of the turkey. She bought it. But Lance is going to smoke it in the smoker. That's ambitious. Well, it's actually not that bad, but because you kind of just put it in there. I bought my smoked turkey yesterday for Christmas um, at Greenberg's. You know, I go greenbergs.com. They have those yummy smoked turkeys. Yeah, I bought one. Oh, they're so good. Oh, I'm so excited then. We'll get to have that. Well, we were doing that. And then she put me in charge of mashed potatoes, which, you know, is always hilarious. because I thought she doesn't like mashed potatoes at Thanksgiving. I know. I was about to say that the rule (laughs) is we don't have mashed potatoes. That's for the Yankees. Yeah, because we have sweet potatoes. Only the Yankees do. Who wants that many carbs? And dressing. Mm-hmm. But Big D, you know, being the, the Kansas man he is, he likes mashed potatoes. Does Lance like the mashed potatoes? Yeah, he does. We're going to do Tyler Florence's mashed potatoes that mom was saying they were talking about on Two Dudes in a Kitchen. Oh, podcast. okay. And you take the potatoes and you cut them up and you put them in cream. And you cook them in the cream. Oh. With garlic yeah. and thyme. Yeah. And then you mash. So instead of water, mm-hmm. you cook them? 
Or do you add cream to the water? Because that would take a lot of cream. Mm-hmm. So you just use a ton of cream. I think and you so. boil the potatoes and cream and you don't and it scalds the milk. It's OK. I don't really know. Mom no. did not give me very specific instructions. I, I, she, I need more information. So I definitely need to go and listen to that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> before I get to cooking. Has she tested them out yet or she's just going to try it? It's going to be a new Thanksgiving recipe. Ooh. It will be a new Thanksgiving recipe. I'm just bringing Winston's pies to our party. So yeah. So what pies are you bringing? I'm bringing two pecan pies. I usually make them, but this year I just decided to keep it simple and support our friend Brianna. Yes. Um, who owns Winston's Pies because they are the best. I just don't think I can do better, really. You know? Yes. She and her sister Brittany were on the podcast. Winston Pies are just delicious. Yeah. We actually reached out to her asking her about the orders and how many they get a Thanksgiving. So what would she, what did she say it was? I think she said 10,000. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine making 10,000 pies? Well, she clearly has a lot of people that help her. So I, I got two pecan pies, even though I really wanted to get the cowgirl pie, that chocolate pie is so amazing. That's but, my favorite. You know, I know, but it just didn't feel Thanksgiving enough, you know? Maybe we can get one for the holidays for Christmas. Yeah, I think we should do um, get her key lime pie for the holidays and then a cowgirl chocolate because everyone loves dad, especially like loves key lime. And I, I even never had better. Yeah, it's so good. So all you listeners out there should go on to Winston Pie and get your pies for the holiday for Christmas and Hanukkah. Yeah, she's shipping nationwide now too. Yes. So yeah, um, they're amazing. So that's my responsibility. Great. But you had a big weekend cooking. What went down? Well, on Saturday night, I went to a murder mystery dinner party. Yes. How was it? It was so fun. They hired an Indian chef and he made Indian food, which is like my fave. So it was incredible. And I was following the chef around and he was like, hi. <laughs> and I'm like, sorry, I just wanted to see what you're doing. And he was like baking non bread in the pizza oven outside and they, there's this appetizer that I had that I took a bite. I go, oh my God, oh my God, what is this? It's called um, Pani Puri. Have you ever had it before? Pani, Pani Puri. No. And it's um, it's like a deep fried uh, breaded sphere. It can be filled with potato and onion and chickpeas, like different things with all these like spices. And it was sit, it sits on top of a, um, like a shot glass. And then you take the Pani Puri and you pour the liquid in. It's like a broth. So Ooh. you pour it inside the little puff pastry deal this couple was so cute they had him spike it with vodka so it's like vodka infused panty puri so you put the little shot of broth and it had vodka in it. i didn't even know it was to die for it was a panty dropper it was a pony dropper <laughs> it was definitely a pony dropper a pony puri dropper and um so i i met the chef and of course, you know, as we do stock, I have a podcast about food. Um, and he turns out he was a chef at Buckingham Palace and at Kensington Palace. He was one of Lady Diana's chefs and he's going to come on the show and talk to us. Yeah. Oh, so wow. really, really cool. His his meal was phenomenal. And I just loved going to a dinner party that was different. It was just like yes. to have Indian food because mad props to people who cook Indian food. It is so hard and so time consuming. So many ingredients. So many ingredients. Yeah. Yeah, so it was really great. 
That's awesome. And Whitney, I finally got the recognition that I deserve as, oh. the, as the great actress that I am. I won <laughs> best actress of the night in the murder mystery. I was I was Polly Pocket was my character. Oh my she gosh. was uh, an eight year old girl that was dropped off at the speakeasy. That was like the, it was like a 19. <laughs> it was like a 1930s theme. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out I become an assassin and I really Ooh. played up the part. Yeah, I think I I think actually there's a video of me. So we might have to find that. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, it was great. And then on Sunday, I spent the whole day cooking because a new friend that I met through my neighbors, um, he went elk hunting a few weeks ago. And Mm. somehow, to make a long story short, I got roped into, I'm not roped, I volunteered. I will full on say that I volunteered to make his elk because his wife doesn't cook. And she's like, oh my God, I mean, you don't understand how happy John is that someone's taken an interest in this freaking elk. And I was like, no, I'm excited. Yeah. So They brought over this elk and uh, it was all a bunch of chops and fillets like and uh, I thought it was going to be one big tenderloin, but they'd already filleted it. I decided to do the sous vide because, you know, this is the way to prepare meat for a huge group like that. I see why restaurants do that. So I vacuum sealed the elk meat with duck fat because it needs fat. It's so lean. So I got duck fat. I got I, I smashed garlic. I put some thyme and Worcestershire and lots of salt and pepper. And I put that in the vacuum seal. You cook the elk at 120 degrees for an hour. And then I seared them off with you know, butter in the cast iron. Mm. And then on the side, I made a red wine demi-glaze. Oh, you did? Uh-huh. And I and so I poured the demi-glaze all over the platter and then I put the elk on top. And then I also made chimichurri sauce. And then I put the chimichurri sauce on top of the elk. I'm going to give a shout out to Chef Gina Clark, who we just interviewed. She'll be on it sometime in the near future. But when she did a party for me, that's what she made. It wasn't elk. It was filet, but she did it on top of a red wine demi-glaze with the combination of the chimichurri. And it was so mind blowing. I just love those that flavor profile, those that pairing of flavors was so interesting. Yeah. So I thought, why not try it with the elk? And People loved it. Everybody went crazy over it. So it really was a success. And I'm glad I sous vide it because you really can get that perfect temperature. And was it gamey at all? It really wasn't. And you know what's funny? The Indian chef told me, he says, you should soak the meat in apple juice for a few hours before you cook Mm. it. I didn't have time to do that, but he said that helps with the gaminess. But I really didn't think it was very gamey at all. And the funny thing was, is that my my older daughter, Reagan, sits down to the table and she's eating it and she's like, oh, this is so good. And somebody mentioned elk and she's like, what? This is elk? What do you mean? And and we're like, it's just steak. It's steak, honey. (laughs) Like all the adults are like, it's steak. That's just the cut (laughs) of steak. It's elk, but it's so good. And we're like, it's okay to eat it. It's all right. You know, the 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 animal gave his life, you know, for us to nourish our bodies. So. Yeah, you and I did it. say a little prayer over the meat before personally while I was cooking it and thanked the elk for providing us with that dinner. But I did do those onions almondine, which I do mm-hmm. believe are on our website. It's a perfect side for really any kind of meat. And um, I did mashed potatoes as well, garlic mashed potatoes. And then I did, you know, our everything bagel asparagus. Mm-hmm. And then my neighbor brought a gorgeous salad with Roquefort and apples and mm. like really sh- thinly sliced celery. It was really Ooh. good. Yeah, it was really good. I got, she took a picture of it for me. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, oh, and then let me just, I know I'm going on and on, but. No, I'm loving it. 
but the woman who's married to the hunter, she's not a cook, but she's like, I'm bringing the cocktails. I'm bringing these things called paper planes. And I was like, oh, I've never heard of it. Okay. You know, I don't like bourbon or whiskey or anything, Mm -mm. but these were so good. She told me that we could put this recipe on the website. So it's equal parts bourbon, Aperol, and this Amaro Nonino. Do you remember? Yeah, this, your husband brought this over to me. Yeah. And really fresh lemon juice. And that's it in the drink. And it's this like really fresh and sweet, but not too sweet because it has the bitter from the Aperol. And she's like, I feel like it's kind of woodsy and Western. And so it was delicious. So that was our aperitif um, for the evening. I love it. I'm going to try it. Well, it sounds like you had a lot of good recipes and a lot of happy tummies. Yeah. I mean, I just ate my way. It is the holiday season after all. So why not? Yeah. Going back to Thanksgiving for a little bit, I get a call this morning from our sister from another Mr. Amber, who I went to college with. And she said, okay, I have to make all these dishes and I need to know about the mashed potatoes. Can I cut them up and put them in water before I have to cook them? (laughs) Right. And how long can it be in there? They can't do that. And I said, why don't you just go ahead and make the mashed potatoes and then put them in the fridge and then just reheat them? Yes. And she said, oh, I can do that. I'm like, yes, yes, you can. You might have to add a little milk. That's exactly what I said. Go ahead and put it in the fridge. I actually told her to put it in like a nine by 13 baking pan and then just like dot it with butter and heat it back up at like 250. Yeah. That was a little bit over her head. So she just still wanted to keep it in the stock pot. And I said, that's fine. Just when you heat it, do it really low and add milk or butter. You might need to kind of compensate for it being in the fridge. Yeah. So that was one of her questions. And then she's like, I have to make a salad. And I said, okay, we'll just make our green salad that's on the website. She's like, is it easy? I said, yeah, it's just basically the vinaigrette. You can just put romaine and then whatever other vegetables or it just works keep better it. with red leaf lettuce, I think. Or oh, yeah, I actually think that's on our website. So I sent her that. And then I was telling her about the sweet potato casserole that has canned sweet potatoes. It's got pineapple chunks, which sounds really weird, but it's delicious. No, it's unbelievable. Brown sugar, butter, cinnamon. And then the topping is a cornflake crumble. Cornflake and pecans and brown sugar. Yeah. So she's like, oh, send me that. That sounds amazing. So I sent her that. And then she said she has to make deviled eggs. I said, why are you making deviled eggs for Thanksgiving? That's so much work. Yeah, that's a lot. And she said, I don't know. It's just one of the things we do for an appetizer. I said, okay. Deviled eggs are for Easter, not for Thanksgiving. I know, but whatever. So she said, I just, uh, I'm going to do it the night before because I I just don't want to peel all those. So I was looking up tips on how to easily peel eggs. And after you cook them, then you put them in an ice bath and that somehow releases the shell more from the egg. Okay. All right. That's a good hack. I was just a world of resources for her today. (laughs) That you were. Well, when you brought up the sweet potatoes, it reminded me of our dear friend, Jay. He loved those sweet potatoes so much that he decided to make them for his family one year back in New York when he went back to New York. (laughs) And he opened them up and I don't know what possessed him to do this, but he stuck his finger in the top to see if it was warm. And that 
burnt, that brown sugar butter mixture on top was like caramelized, Caramel. scalding hot. And he's oh, like, yeah. ah! and, he, and he instinctively <laughs> put his finger in his mouth and then burned the inside of his mouth. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so he had a double burn. And oh my God, we laughed about that for years. But oh my God, I know. But they are so worth it. They're the best. I mean, they're just by far the best sweet potatoes I've ever had. Oh my God, that is funny. I do remember that story, but I hadn't heard it in a long time and it's a good one, which kind of makes me think there's got to be more kitchen conundrums out there over the holidays. So if any of our listeners out there have a little kitchen conundrum that they encounter over Thanksgiving, or even if they have great recipes that they want to share with us, call into our hotline, 866-4-HEY-SIS. It's 866 866- Four four three nine seven four seven. We want to hear those hilarious kitchen conundrums or any family tales that arise during Thanksgiving. I mean, there have got to be a ton of Thanksgiving kitchen conundrums. So people, you got to call in. I just remembered another one that my friend told me about. Her mom one year was stuffing the turkey and her watch came off in the turkey inside that and they found it when she oh. yeah when the turkey came out of the oven she had a little timex and it was still ticking it went in there with the stuffing and it oh baked just fine and came out and was still working for hours yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow oh man that yeah. is wild well, it's got to be a lot out there yes please call in and let us know we want, we need a good laugh why don't you introduce our guest I will. Being that it's Thanksgiving and this is airing on Thanksgiving, I am super thankful for our next guest, Wendy, who's a dear friend. And we had a great time chatting with her. She's got some great stories. I love you, Wendy. I love you, Wendy. If you're here, I'd lick your face. Hey, sis. Hey, sis. Today we have on a true Dallas site from the infamous White Rock Lake. Ooh, I love White Rock Lake. Right? She's a dear friend of mine and Lance, and we met her at our neighborhood watering hole, the King's X, where I had my infamous birthday party. I also love the King's X. Oh, yeah. She's truly a mama and a friend to all who come in there. And when I met her, I knew immediately we needed to interview her. Because we became super fast friends and she always has a fun story to tell when I'm there. And Wendy has just had an incredible life and she's ridden equestrian horses most of her life, just like we have. Mm -hmm. And I still do. She's an artist and sells her art by the name of Wire Wonders by Wendy on Facebook. She's also a caretaker, a wonderful wife, and just a beautiful soul. So welcome, Wendy. Welcome, Wendy. Thank you for that. It was very nice. Thank you. Of course. Oh, my God. I mean, when I met you for the first time, it was like meeting an angel. And, you know, I've said this on the podcast before when we talked about you, you licked my face. And I knew (laughs) that we were going to be friends for life. And I'm really excited to talk to you because I don't know you as well as Whitney. So I'm excited to have you here. Well, that's why I licked your face because I knew we were going to be fast friends. <laughs> that's right. And I had to put my mark on you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you did. <laughs> so Wendy, you grew up in Dallas. Has your family always been in Texas? Yes, always. Right. Well, my mother was born in Detroit, but moved here quickly thereafter. Mm-hmm. But your daddy was a Dallas Dad was born here. He was born in Pecan Gap, Texas. Oh, where's that? that? That's East Texas. Okay. 
and you grew up in White Rock Lake area. Right. I lived in the same house all my life. So did we. Mm-hmm. Which for like 24 years until our parents sold the house after they got divorced. Right. I, I loved it, but I always wished I could move around. But right. now I'm so glad I didn't. Yeah. I grew up on six acres. Oh, oh nice. That was really awesome. I kept my horses there. Oh, wow. So you just had horses in your backyard? In my front yard, yes. And my daddy built me a barn. Oh. And uh, he used to go clippity-clop, clippity-clop down to the lake. <laughs> oh, that's Ride so with nice. my, all my friends. That's a beautiful way to grow up. It was a w- wonderful childhood and growing up. It was awesome. Aww. Well, it kind of leads me to my next question. As I mentioned before, we really bonded talking about equestrian and me riding now. We've even gone to a horse show together with Mama Ashley. So how did that become a part of your life? And at what age? My dad got me into riding. Dad had a good friend that was a veterinarian, and he gave me my first horse. Oh, wow. And she was really cool, and she, I rode her for pleasure, but then I started going to the Mesquite Rodeo and play, uh, riding in the Grand Entry. What does the Grand Entry mean? Well, it's like before the show starts, it's just a bunch of horses riding around the ring. and. But that's Western, right? Not equestrian. Yes, it was Western. It was Western. You a barrel I racer? I, I was for a minute, <laughs> only for a minute. And then I got into Western Pleasure and I never got any ribbons. It was like we went to Fair Park and there was nine horses and eight ribbons. Guess who didn't get a ribbon? <laughs> no. But the judge was real sweet and told me what was wrong. You learned. But then I wanted to learn English. Yeah. 13, went into a schooling show and won a green ribbon. I was hooked. Wow. <laughs> that's you know? how it happened. You hooked. finally got your ribbon. Right. Oh, that's amazing. Wendy, being that we love to talk about food and family, what was it like around your dinner table growing up? Our home had huge plate glass windows in the front of it. And so in the breakfast room where we usually ate dinner, there was a huge plate glass window and I would have to sit not facing the plate glass window because I'd be looking at myself in the window. Ah. <laughs> and my mother was like, stop it. <laughs> That's hilarious. How many kids were there? And my oldest brother was already in college. So it was my middle brother, Michael and I. We didn't have a lot of sit down dinners because everybody got home at a different time. Right. And so mother would make dinner or the Percy would make dinner and put it in the warming drawer and then we'd eat whenever, you know, we came home. Right. I do that every night. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Was your mom a good cook? My mother was a great cook, but my mother died when I was 20. But I remember she cooked great. She made good hot water cornbread. And, Ooh. What's hot water cornbread? Yeah. What is that? Well, it's cornmeal uh-huh. and you make it into like a hush puppy, like mm-hmm. a kind of a flat egg and uh, fry it. And it's white cornmeal. Ooh, that sounds amazing. Ooh, we got to try that. Well, do you remember a favorite meal that your mom made besides those water cornmeal cakes? Well, my mother was Italian and so she made great spaghetti. Mm. Mm. With just like a bolognese or just tomato? Just sauce. Uh-huh. Do you still have that recipe? I don't. It was in her head and I don't. But I watched her make it enough that I can, I pretty much can make it. Okay. Well, we might need you to write that one down for us. Okay. Sure. My mother had a party on the roof of our house one time. 
Do you have a flat roof? Yes. Okay. Gravel roof. Mm -hmm. So it was Italian party. <laughs> and so they all, guess, I guess, got up there. I wasn't born yet, but got, I have the menu and all that oh, wow. she had. But uh, so everybody got up on the, I guess, the ladder and got up on the roof. Oh, and I guess my dad said, they started drinking and whatever. It's like, you know, it's probably time to come down. So nobody <laughs> falls off the roof. <laughs> but she had a menu and everything. It was quite crazy. Oh, I love it. Can we, you take a picture of the menu and send I it will. to us? Oh, I that's will. so fun. It was so funny. My mother was crazy. She was your mom sounds like... Like y'all's mom. Yes. Just like a... A hoot. An angel, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A little social butterfly, just like you. Were your grandparents immigrants from Italy? My grandfather, I guess, was, or his family was. Mm -hmm. But he wasn't in my mother's life for very long. She was an infant when he left. And so then her and my mother came down here mm -hmm. because they had family down here. Yeah. My grandmother had tuberculosis, so she died when my mother was like 15. Oh, oh gosh. Wow. So mother was raised with our relatives, mm -hmm. Grandma Wallace. Mom would be crying and Grandma Wallace would come in and just whoop all the other kids and go, <laughs> you better be nice to her. Because she was basically an orphan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it made her a pretty tough woman, too. I bet. Yeah, it defined her character. Mm -hmm. And she still had that Italian in her, so right. that was passed on. Yeah. But she went to North Dallas High School, Victorian, and Oh, wow. wow. Smarty pants. And then modeled for Tychus and Beautiful uh -huh. and smart. Yes. What a force. An orphan at 15. What kept her on track? Your gra that, you my know, grandma, grandma Wallace. Wallace. Right. That's what I'm saying. To keep her to keep her in school, become valedictorian, yeah. to be a model, to do all the things that she accomplished. That's and then to go on to be a rocket. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, you told me that. And I'm not sure how she got into that, but she was a rocket from 1936 to 1938. Oh, my gosh. Did she just have the most fabulous legs? She did. <laughs> Okay, but how tall was she? Because you're a shorty like us. She was little, but... They don't have a height requirement? Maybe they didn't then. She was on the end. Well, they just tear them, you know, <laughs> where the taller in the back and the shorter yeah. in the front. They still do that. I mean, they're still short rockets now. Oh, so you're telling me there's a chance. Did she dance around the house when you were growing up? Oh, my God. <laughs> so she wanted me to be in drill team. Okay. And the horse shows weren't going on at the time that drill team was, that football games were. So I joined drill team. Yeah. And so she was showing me how to high kick one night. She had her robe on, her <laughs> long robe, and she went, tried to kick, and the robe stopped her, and she went flat on her back. Oh, no. And my father was like, Faye, don't hurt yourself now. <laughs> so it was kind of funny, but. That sounds exactly like something I would do. Oh, 100%. They go to people's houses, and she'd do cartwheels down their hall or. <laughs> Do the, and, and then couldn't walk the next day, you know. <laughs> it sounds just like Courtney doing the worm and throwing her back out. Oh, my God. I do the same <laughs> shit all the time. Oh, my God. I'll do anything to make my kids laugh. So, I mean, there have been multiple injuries of me trying to do things I shouldn't be doing at my tender age. <laughs> <laughs> I love your mom. She's my soul sister. Mama Faye. Fayola. And my grandmother's name was Miniola. Miniola. We had a mini in our house. In our family, too. We did? Yeah, I feel like mom's... Did we have an areola? <laughs> <laughs> I've got two. I think you do as well. <laughs> oh, 
my gosh. Well, moving on. Um, I have had your delicious Jello shots and your amazing meringue cookies that you've made for us. But I want to know what else you love to cook because I know you're a great cook. I love to cook chicken and dumplings. I love to cook spaghetti, uh, but I love to cook steaks. Mm, I'm very good too. at grilling steaks or inside, and I make them perfectly medium rare, and that's one that I really like to. What's your secret? Well, you have to pinch your finger right here in between your thumb and your... Everybody always says that, and I never am able to do it. But then also just knowing how long you've had it on each side. And what steak cut do you like? Either T-bone or ribeye. Me too. I love a ribeye. Love a ribeye. But I also make up that was thinking about this is uh, fried cabbage with Ooh. green apples and onions. What? And bacon. You fry bacon first. Is it a salad? Mm-mm. It's like a side dish or, or it can be a meal. Okay. Tell us more about this. So fried bacon and then you take the bacon out and you put the cabbage into the bacon drippings. Like just green cabbage? Yeah, like chopped cabbage? Chopped or? cabbage, yeah. And uh, put your onions well, Put your onions in first, then your cabbage, then your green apples, and then some chicken broth. Like diced green apples, sliced, or just kind of chunks? Thin slice and thin slice onion and chicken broth, and, and then add the crumbled bacon back in it and a little bit of cider vinegar. Ooh, and it oh, is we delicious. are putting that, <laughs> that sounds recipe amazing. on our website. That sounds really delicious. And it's healthy. Well, for the most specific, yeah, for is. the bacon drippings. Well, but <laughs> just a protein. Right. Got to have a little oil in your life. Yeah. Is that a family recipe or something you just kind of... Uh, something that I just made up. Oh, Wendy. I love this. That sounds really good. I want to make it. It's delish. Moving on to how we know you here, how long have you been working at the King's X and how did you come to work there? I've been working there nine years and the lady that owned it before the guys, she asked me to fill in for a girl, ended up, she didn't come back and so <laughs> I stayed and uh, she was a very lovely lady, really sweet. Her husband goes, because I had another job at another bar and he goes, you know that she works somewhere else? And she said, yes, I do. But <laughs> I wouldn't care if she was right next door. I'd still hire because she's a professional. That is true. That is so true. <laughs> so that was sweet. Well, tell our listeners, because I think we've got some King's X goers out there on the airwaves. You mentioned the boys bought it. So this is an interesting story. Tell tell how the, the handover happened. Joni was getting older. She was pushing 80. She and- was the original owner? No, not the original, but she owned it 26 years. Gosh, how old is this King's X? Since 1977. Wow. And that cigarette machine in there is still from 1977. Uh, Probably. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't want to see their favorite watering hole go away, so they offered her more money than she could turn down, and so she sold it to them. She didn't want to sell it, but she did. She knew it was the right thing to do and knew that they were stand-up guys and would take care of it and she told him said if you're smart you'll keep these girls they're honest they're hard work and and they did and I was very grateful for that in the twilight of my career yeah well these guys that she's talking about are some guys probably around Courtney's age give or take and one of them has to be the son of our old dentist (laughs) 
<laughs> Brandon. Yeah, yeah Brandon. And so Mama always is like, well, you know that um, that Twyla's son yeah. is the owner of that. You Does know? he come around? Oh, all the time. I w- sure. I'd love to see him. I've they seen all him. do. I don't think I've seen him since Sunday school. <laughs> I think at some point, like, it's funny, if it gets really busy, like, one of the boys will, like, get back there and start helping out. Yeah, they'll jump in. I thought that was going to have to happen at my birthday party. I've only been there one time for your birthday. There's a really special energy about that place. I don't want to sound like the show Cheers, where everyone knows your name, but there's just this, like, warmth about it. And I know that that comes from Wendy and her just welcoming you and like because it's a small place and um it's just really cool it's a very special place it is when I was at the King's X that night and I first met you the thing that I noticed as we were having our conversation is that we kept getting interrupted because people just kept (laughs) coming over to give you hugs and kisses goodnight it was like you were a celebrity there and it was so genuine and so sweet and I just think that's really such a testament to the type of person you are and I, I think I know the answer to this but who do you credit for that warm kind nature your mother my mother and my father both mm-hmm. they were but my daddy was very kind and he was in the gaming business you know he had customers that would gamble and they'd pay him and then we'd send it to Las Vegas and if somebody told him they were going to pay him and they didn't, he'd be like, okay, well, you told me, why did you tell me that if you weren't going to do it? So he was very nice about it. He wasn't. He didn't break knees. Right. <laughs> he didn't go over there with the baseball bat. No. <laughs> that you know of. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell y'all one thing about him though. It was kind of yeah. cool. The two things. One, he met my mother and my mother didn't like him. She thought he was too fast because he had a Cadillac and he had money. And she was like, <laughs> I don't want anything to do with him. So she left to go back to New York and told Grandma Wallace, said, do not tell him where I'm at. <laughs> so he begged and begged and begged and begged. And she finally told him. So he had the train stopped and she got off and he proposed to her. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. So that was a cool deal. Where was the train? Somewhere between Texas and New York. Did she say yes right there? I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. She's trying to run away and right. like, change her mind. Because <laughs> she just, you know, she didn't think he was really serious or whatever. Right. So. right. But uh, then in 1948, my daddy went to Reno, Nevada with $1,000 in mm-hmm. his pocket. And in six hours, he had won $198,000 oh shooting craps. gosh. And it what? took the bank's like a, a week to pay him off. It was a lot of money. How old was he? Um, I'm not sure. You weren't even born yet. No, no. Oh my, my brother God. was, but I wasn't. But, and I'm sure my mother said, if you gamble ever again, I'll, you know, chop your left foot off. Right. I wonder if that's the money that bought the six acres. I mean, that's some substantial money back then. It probably helped. <laughs> yeah. Because they owned it for quite a long time. But, uh, so then he was like a celebrity. They went out to Hollywood and Vine and, <laughs> the good old boy from Texas and, and stuff. So, Oh, cute. Mm-hmm. But uh, Del Webb of Sahara, Sahara Tahoe, Sahara Reno, mm-hmm. sure. asked him to come to work, and he worked for them for 29 years. We had an office here in Dallas. Oh, wow. That's fascinating. Yeah, it was fun. that really is. And I worked with them for a few years when I was, you know, like 18 till yeah. I was maybe 20, because I could do that and still go to the horse shows. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he probably had to work pretty hard to pay for those horse shows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't tell my mother till the night before I was leaving when I was going to a show. <laughs> yeah. And she would be so mad. But she 
secretly, I guess, was proud of me about it, you know. Of course. You were a daddy's girl. Yeah. Back to the ex. Okay. What is the hardest part about your job there? Uh, Probably telling people they can't have another drink, (laughs) cutting them off. (laughs) That's no fun. Do you have to do that pretty much every shift or just some nights? Just sometimes, but it's never fun, you know, and I certainly don't go to work like going, oh, I'm going to cut somebody off tonight. (laughs) Right. You know, know, and they might be a little pissed off about it, but they will thank me the next day. Right. So that's cool. And that was kind of the way my father, so I kind of learned that from him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I remember at your birthday, there was a creeper lurking around. I think we had to sick Wendy on him that was, you know, kind of staring us all down. He was creepy. I don't allow that. You have to behave. Yes. You just have to. Oh, yes. Yes. It's too small of an intimate place yeah. and a community of people that the outliers are, you know, somebody's well, up to trouble. Well, good God, everybody's gonna... there to have a good time, you know? Right. Amen. Right. And there's no, you know, I've had mainly women that will get really loud and like be, like you Whitney. know, cussing their, I was about to say, somebody mm. out or something. It's like, no, 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 no. They're like, Lance, take Whitney home. (laughs) No, never went. Yeah, I've actually never gotten kicked out, but it was the first time for everything. Well, I wouldn't be there. I promise you that. (laughs) She'd be like, here's a water. Yeah. Like my my mama said, you were raised right. Y'all were raised right. That's true. That's what her mom says, too. She sometimes says, yeah, I mean, she says we're raised right. Then what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You were raised right. You didn't. You didn't learn that from me. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I love Margaret. She's so awesome. She's, She's a great. Wonderful, we love her too. Funny lady. Well, what's the most rewarding part of working at King's X? People like y'all saying, you know, that that I make everybody feel welcome and and uh, you know, like if I'm not there, I've had people tell me, you know, Wendy. People came in to see you, mm-hmm. and you yes. weren't there, and she, half of them turn around and leave. Oh, wow. Yeah. Some of them stay, which I hope they stay, because I'm not the only one that works there. The other girls that we I love work Megan with are amazing. And, but mm-hmm. I can see why. You're pretty special. Yeah, I, we, at one point, because I think you switched around your schedule, and I was like, wait, when are you working? Because, you know, we're not we're there to just socialize that with others. There. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back to food a little bit, I have had many of pizzas at the X and I might have been a little intoxicated, but they're always delicious. What is the secret to that damn pizza? Well, I think it's the pizza oven and the atmosphere, but (laughs) but most of all the atmosphere. Wait, so is that the only thing on the menu? No, we have corny dogs and... Um, and White Castle burgers and wait, this is like a whole new menu I don't know about. And then we have these delicious pork skins that you cook in the microwave, what? and it's Ooh, like a popcorn Wendy, you've bag. You've been holding out on me. Oh my gosh, they're so good. They're warm skins. when they come out. Like they're popping and they're really good. Really, Whitney, good. It's, you've got a new dinner spot. I mean, yeah. I have no idea. This is like off the menu items that the ex I didn't know about. Yeah, <laughs> if only at the pizza. <laughs> And corn dogs are delish too. Oh, I love a corn dog. Me too. But uh, I've, I've tried to, I was coming to work one night and I stopped at Kroger mm-hmm. and got some arugula 
and some prosciutto. Oh, yes. And I took a cheese pizza and cooked it and put the prosciutto and arugula and some lemon juice on it. And it was delicious. Did you do it at the X? At the X. So (laughs) then I decided, okay, I'm going to go home and do the same thing. So I got the pizza, got the stuff, made it, took one bite before my husband and I went, Oh, no. And I threw it straight in the trash can. <laughs> it just didn't taste the same. No. It's something about the oven there? It's the oven, but I think more than anything, it's the atmosphere. What is the craziest thing you've ever witnessed at the King's X? Probably Whitney's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best answer ever. Everybody there in royal attire. And then the, well, strippers, as mother liked to call burlesque them, the burlesque dancers, dancers That was in. very cool. I loved that. But I think that's probably the coolest thing I've ever seen there, ever. I love it. Ever. I got the idea because we'd come in one random night and somebody was having their 40th birthday party and they were all dressed up as golfers. And they had like a tea party, if you will. And I was like, mm, it just doesn't really fit the atmosphere of the X. Have it at a country club, people. Yes. You know? Yeah. So, uh, but I said, well, that would be a great spot to have it, but we need a better theme. Mm-hmm. So at the King's X, you just have to come as royalty. I love That's it. That's what we did. It was awesome. I it was. It, it was an it. epic night. Everything about it. It was so cute. Well, in addition to... That career, you are also an artist, and I'm very fortunate to have a piece of your art. It is called Wire Wonders by Wendy, and you use rocks and vessels and glass and uh, mine's a horseshoe, which is very fitting, and beads. So I want to know a little bit about what, where that idea came from, how you started with that, and your slogan is Art from the Heart, which I just think is so perfect for you. Well, and I also say it's a God thing because <laughs> I don't know. I broke my knee mm-hmm. and was flat on my back, couldn't bear weight. So I got on Pinterest for the first time. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, no, I got to get off this. This is right. like crack. <laughs> so about a week later, I was like, oh, okay, let me get back on. I can't stand it anymore. And somebody had made a tree out of a rock, wire, and beads, made it look like the branches of a tree. Oh, cool. So what I, like I said, it's a God thing. This was my take on it. And it, I started making them, I, I don't know, I'd made four or five or six, maybe 10. And my husband came downstairs one day and I had them sitting on our hall tree. And he goes, you need to slap some price tags on those. And while you're <laughs> at it, you need to... Uh, Show the lady that you collect all her stuff, which is Karen Rossi. Mm-hmm. She does fanciful flights. Oh, okay. And they're like metal people. Like uh-huh. maybe it's a career or a, or a, I don't know, like dog walking or a chef mm-hmm. or right. whatever. And they, their arms all stick out and they have beads hanging off of them. And I collect them. So I sent her some of my pictures and asked her what she thought. Uh-huh. Not only did she answer me, she loved it. Oh, and she said, I think it's great. So that gave me the confidence to go. Mm-hmm. And I went to Brumley Garden. Yeah. And he let me have a table Thanksgiving at his open house. And I had like 80 something pieces because I'd read you got to have lots of right. pieces. And I sold like 53 of them. That's oh, wow. amazing. And so it just went from there. But 
I never know what it's going to look like when I sit down. Yeah. Um, you know, like at first I was doing the slag glass and then I would go to a thrift store and I'd, I thought salt and pepper shakers, how cool is that? Yeah. Because they've already got holes in them. Yeah. So I started doing those and then some, you know, cute little vessels and stuff. Mm. And it's been amazing. And I've had, I've been to Market in the Meadow mm-hmm. a couple of years. My, the guys at King's X have paid for my booth because their kids were going there. And I was, Gosh, so that was really sweet. And, yeah. uh, but I enjoy doing it. It's very therapeutic. Sure. Absolutely. You know, especially if you're trying to quit smoking, it's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you might have to come over and help me. Right. Absolutely. Well, I you can find that. her Facebook page. It's Wire Wonders by Wendy. And check it out. Oh, it's so cool. Well, thank you. Well, I think it's time for some rapid fire questions. Okay. Miss Wendy, what's your favorite cocktail? Grand Marnier. Grand Marnier? Really? Just like on the rocks or? Just straight up. Really? And I guess my next one would be, I love Bloody Marys and I love martinis. Oh, yes. That's a woman after love my martinis. own heart. Uh, actually, I like vodka Gibsons. Oh, yeah. That's with the onion. That's right. Mm-hmm. I learned that on the Queen's Gambit, the Gibson. Oh. I'm a vodka martini drinker with olives. We, I'll speak for both of us, mm-hmm. love Bloody Marys. In fact, we are going to be promoting soon our Hastis Bloody Mary. It's We've perfected it for about 30 years, even All before right. we could drink years. legally. Yeah, because we'd have virgin ones. <laughs> yeah, we would make virgin <laughs> ones at home. because. And now my little, my daughter, when I order a Bloody Mary, she's like, can I have some tomato juice too? So Aww. I have to go and we'll be at a pool somewhere at a hotel or something. And she, it looks like we're both drinking Bloody Marys and she's like eight. <laughs> we will make you a Hasis BM. Awesome. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a Bloody Bull? It's a Bloody Mary with beef bullion. Yes. Yes. Bullshot. Bullshot. It's so good. Sorry. I didn't so mean to get you so can excited. Get the au jus from a prime rib. Mm-hmm. That is unbelievable. Okay, so I haven't totally heard of that then. Can you walk us through how you make Yeah, one? I have never made one. I know my mother and father did uh, with just using canned bullion. Mm-hmm. But at Albernay's, I've had it with their Ooh. au jus, and it is <gasps> unbelievable. Oh. So it's just like Bloody Mary mix, au jus, and vodka. Half Bloody Mary and half au jus and vodka. So it's a little thinner than oh, then all the God, fixings for Bloody so Mary. good. All right, that we're sounds do amazing. That. Really good. Add that to the list. Okay, Wendy, what is the most ordered cocktail at the King's X? <laughs> Probably vodka soda. We carry Western Sun, which is usually... Yeah, what, Western Sun's good. Mm-hmm. I like so it. So Western Sun and soda, that's probably the, the most ordered cocktail. Right. Okay. All right. Well, final question. Who is your favorite regular at the King's X? <laughs> that's not very nice <laughs> <laughs> it's lance whitney <laughs> it's whitney whitney no if anyone if if wendy is like anybody else in our family or friends it is lance it's never me it's always lance no okay. i think it would be you because i'm okay. so happy when i see you come in okay good <laughs> i just wanted to be sure and everybody's special you know i mean in their own way they are wendy this has been a real honor um, for me personally, because Whitney just is always talking about you and how amazing you are. And I just feel just blessed to know you too. And thank you for coming on and sharing your stories. Thank you for having me. I enjoy it. 
enjoyed it, and I really appreciate y'all thinking that I was worthy of coming on. Oh, my, oh God. my gosh. Wendy. You <laughs> bring me so much joy all the time. I'm Clearly always you thinking bring about joy to you. a lot of people. Yeah. But thanks for having me, and I love you both. Oh, I love think you. It's so too. awesome that we've become friends, and I appreciate it. Me too. Oh, we appreciate it even more. Well, let's close it out as we always do. I love you. I love your show. I love you. I love your show. And I really love Wendy's show. Me too. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Hey Sis, Eat This. If you LOL'd, peed your pants a little bit or even smirked, please hit subscribe if you haven't already. And feel free to rate and review, but only if it's positive. Also, visit our website for recipes and to sign up for our newsletter at heysiseatthis.com. <laughs>